You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome to this special World Cup edition of the Utebia podcast. I'm joined today by examiner football writers Blake Welton and Rory Benson and Ash Barani, who uh, was on the last podcast. Uh, beer 52 advert, there, done. Just go on the website, type in Huddersfield, get your cheap beers. Right, England, is it coming home? <laughs> <laughs> just, just so you can set the scene, they all just sort of looked at each other then, tentatively. Well, um, I, I was looking because I just remember the last podcast. Um, as the Northern Irish supporter, I was the most upbeat out of everyone in this room, and I was geeing up. I was like Gareth Southgate, you know, saying, "Look, come on, we can do this," you know. And 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 these guys, well, everyone was kind of going, "Oh, well, you know." We'll just get quarterfinals, bland football, go to Southgate, FA Cup, FA, FA Man, Could still be all, all that. You know, I honestly don't know what you're listening to. I was absolutely buzzing for England. So, <laughs> so I, that's why I've just taken a step back and I just think maybe it should be the guys who were like this have their opinions changed. I do seem to remember you saying in the 41 minutes of the last podcast that you would do so, you would run naked through town or something. <laughs> that was the only thing. I, just, get, I do not my, like that level of research. <laughs> that level of research. <laughs> I think he's cropped the soundbite for yeah, social like, media later. Look, I'm, I'm, if we get to the semi-finals, I'll, I'll run through St George's Square with the St George's flag. Uh, it's fine, it's fine. I'm, so what, what are you going to do for the final then? <laughs> there will be no St George's flag, as I said last time. Um, yeah, Rory, I mean, me and you in particular were quite negative about England's chances going into this. Yeah. I mean, I will say that, you know, when we've played a decent team like Belgium... We've not really mustered a, a proper challenge, and, and Colombia, for all their um, robustness, aren't a great football inside. But nonetheless, quarterfinals. I think everyone would be quite happy with that. What What do you think England's chances are? And do you want to talk us through the game last night as well? Yeah, well, as you said, I was uh, I was not the most excited heading into this tournament. Um, I think the tournament has has changed. Not just England's performances, but the tournament in general has been so exciting that. You know, for someone who's not that much of a an international football sort of fan, it's just been sensational to watch. Like the amount of games and goals that we've had, it's yeah, it's been a great tournament. England, I mean, after yesterday, I think everyone's now absolutely buzzing for what what they could do. Um, I'm one of those people. I think Gareth Southgate's really changed my mind about him and about this team. Not just because of the the football they've played, as you say, they've not really beaten it a major team yet um, not like well it's looking like they're not really going to have to if they want to get to the final um, but yeah I, I just think one thing that's really stood out for me not the style of football but the character that they've shown you know winning winning a, a round of 16 match or any knockout match on penalties is not something I've seen England do in my lifetime it's not probably something that anyone really here has seen England do in their lifetime 
And I'd actually rather them win on penalty shootout than beat a team 4 0. Because it shows you the character that they're going to have, that they're going to all stand up, they're all going to do their job and win in difficult circumstances, which I don't think we've seen, well, I've not seen from England ever. So I'm I'm very much now in favour of Gareth Southgate. I think England, hopefully, I think Sweden's probably a harder test than people are making it out to be. I think Sweden are a really Janssen, good unit. That's the scary yeah. thing. It yeah. shows as well, I think, that last night, if that was two years ago against Iceland, and they conceded the 93rd minute, England would have completely crumbled. Yeah. And it was the way that England came back conceding the 93rd minute and against all momentum. They just they come back, dug in and got the result. Like, as you said, winning in that fashion on penalties instead of like winning 3 or 4 nil, just shows, it just, it just shows more, it just shows more than just yeah. ability. It shows obviously the character and everything on top of that. It's also the monkey off the back. So later in the tournament, if we go to pens again, you know, you wouldn't you wouldn't bet against England now. Now that this team has actually won a penalty yeah, shootout, definitely. I think that that say we get to the semi-finals and that goes to penalties. Blake, would you like to descend from the moral high ground and <laughs> disperse Bring your wisdom? Down, yeah. Um, can I just say, everyone here is wearing uh, blue shirts and uh, waistcoats now in in homage to you know Sir Gareth. Um, it's everything um, Rory and Ash has said is, is, is correct I think basically with all the doom and gloom going into the tournament I said well what you really want to see is almost like the terrier spirit in international football and straight from the off for, for that I sat down you know I, I have about 25 million football kits and every game I choose a different team to support um, so for the first one against Tunisia I was like no I'm not wearing an England shirt because you know they're, they're going to you know do what they normally do and they don't deserve me to wear an England shirt. Could you be uh, a Iran fan as well? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to get to that Iran shirt, but haven't been able to. So I sat down and straight, shout out to anyone out there. <laughs> yeah, um, I sat down straight away um, in the Tunisia game, and I think the character was shown straight from that game. They played really, really well. Uh, scored the goal. Um, flew some really decent football. Some of the best fluid football I've seen in that first half. Then they got pegged back by a Tunisian side who were were a very inferior side compared to them but they carried on playing the same way playing the same not panicking not throwing balls but just they knew it was going to come a bit like how Huddersfield Town they don't get rattled they play their own game not you know the opposition's game so I was like okay big tick in the box for that Harry Kane you know last minute goals then Panama, well, you know, as you as you said, it's a canal, you know. So don't blame that on me. You know, <laughs> six one. I thought, well, okay, you know, these are the sorts of things, you know, Trinidad and Tobago, you know, you know, they they only won two 0 when they played them in a previous tournament. So they're okay, got through, and then Belgium dead rubber, and you think, well, this is where England stuff up. They're in the easier part of the group draw, and they'll stuff up. They didn't. Um, and as you know, as Ash and Rory both said, they showed an awful lot of character and the South American kind of psychology of trying to get in their faces or niggling fouls and that. They just carried on playing, carried on doing what they're doing and concentrating on themselves. So really impressed with what with what they're doing. Sweden aren't gonna be any um, you know, any pushover, um and that, but they dare I say it, there's a little bit of terrier spirit in, in, in the three lines. What do you think about the, the style of England's play as well? Because, you know, you said they, they play their own game regardless of what's, what's going on with the opposition. I think we play quite a mixed game, really to our strengths. So, you know, we'll keep possession, we're quite quick one-touch football, but we're not averse to, you know, if Maguire gets it at the back, 
lobbing it forward to, to Kane. Um, quite a good wing play as well, actually getting balls into the box. What was noticeable against Belgium is those balls were going into the box, but Harry Kane wasn't there, it was Jamie Vardy. So fa- I think far less effective, I think Kane is, you know, it's an obvious thing to say, he's a talisman, but without him, he's such a three-dimensional player that everything kind of hinges on him for me. Yeah, I think, like you say, Harry Kane, he is like the number nine who's going to get in the box and score goals, but he kind of plays as a number 10 as well quite a lot of the time for England because he's just by far our best player. But it's just quite nice to have him in the team. And, you know, if, when you have Harry Kane in the team, like against Tunisia, really, I didn't really... If this was England of four years ago, there's no way that they're going to... You know, they'll start the tournament with a draw, as England always do. But having Harry Kane in the team... You just know that he might get a chance and he's he's gonna put one away. But not taking corners from Lena. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well we'll talk talk about the corners. The set piece delivery. Fantastic. It's been yeah. it's been and it's not just lob it in, there's there's been approach work on the training ground with all of them and, and Trippier particularly has yeah. been yeah. fantastic. Well, shout out to Ashley Young as well, yeah. who you know the old head in the team, you know, we, I think we've all in our you know, lifetime had a bit of a pop at Ashley Young, laughed at him, but Absolutely fantastic. Trippy is a shadow for one of the teams of the tournament. He has yeah, he's been unbelievable. He's playing. Him, he's playing his way to like a, a massive transfer. Mm. I think he's he's just looking really good defensively, and you know, like it, it's kind of says something that when you've got Harry the Kane in the team, and like if England get a, a direct free kick nearish the goal, Kieran Trippy is the first one they're looking mm. to instead of Harry Kane. Well, are, yeah, are you ha- not saying that he's at a massive club already, then, Rory? Uh, um, no comment sorry Raj the penalties the, I mean the penalties were clearly with practice those penalties you know hard and low or right in the top corner obviously Henderson's was a not a great penalty but it's from Sunderland what exactly what do you expect although Pickford is obviously yeah Pickford made in well. Sunderland yeah um, right I mean going forward how how far can England go will it you know end with me Running around St George's Square through them fountains. It's got to be minimum semi-final. For me, Colombia are a better team than Sweden for me. I know Sweden are in the, squat, squat, in the quarter-finals now and they play them on Saturday, but I just feel that Colombia, they've, got, they've just got more technically better players and they have more pace than Sweden. I don't see what Sweden... I mean, it's going to take something like a bit like Iceland for England to lose to, mm. to Sweden, to be honest. I don't think they are on the level of Colombia but then looking ahead after that it would be more than likely probably Croatia in the semi-final then that is the biggest test so that will be the biggest test so far so you're saying semi-finals what about minimum minimum semi-finals what are you saying Blake Um, I think I don't think because I saw Colombia against Australia in Craven Cottage in March and I think it was a hipster it was a (laughs) nil-nil I was looking for Aaron Moy and he wasn't there he obviously knew I was coming so he avoided me um, but um, they weren't that great against um, against Australia, and they drew nil nil, missed a penalty, and they weren't great. And they had Hamas Rodriguez playing that that day, so I just I just don't think they are great at all. And I actually think Sweden are probably a little bit more savvy at you know getting the job done. And I think the the problem that England will have is complacency, thinking thinking Colombia are a better side, and kind of devaluing Sweden. But get through that. Um, we've got a Croatia, um, you know, or who's the other team? Then Russia. 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 
I would prefer to play Croatia if, you know, because both Sweden and Croatia don't have that much pace. Um, so, and England's full of pace and abundance. Playing Russia, I think it could be a little bit different just because of the home support and that. Um, and they will just let England play in front of them and frustrate them and then, you know, grab something on the break. So, I'm I'm confident for semis as well, I think. It's weird because, I remember last time we were on AM before it started, we all said would take quarterfinals mm. but almost like if England would obviously England win the quarterfinals now you'd be disappointed if obviously if England went out in the quarters now now that England's playing Sweden I think beforehand I think quarters because there was no expectations everyone would have would have taken quarters but I think realistically any England fan without looking at the team any England fan would be happy with semi-finals because we've not been yeah. there in so long 100%. so now like, I, I'd be absolutely happy even if they went out to Croatia or Russia if they got to the semi-finals I think they'd come home and they'd come home to you know a really good reception from the England fans personally I think they'll get further than that I think they'll get to the final Ooh, what a prediction I just I just fancy I, th- I think it's just the character that we've seen like I, I, although they're playing good football I could care less about that I just I, I like that we're at we seem to be just pulling stuff out the bag which is usually what Germany do not yeah. us and like they, the Colombia obviously were, were quite aggressive how they played. A lot of other teams had let that intimidate them. Yeah. Whereas England gave a bit back, which which was quite mm. good to see. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say semis. I think I think we can beat Sweden. I think that's doable. I mean, you're looking at the teams that have gone out. Two questions. Number one is this the most open tournament we've seen in a long time? And second, does that mean that this is England's best chance to win a World Cup? the foreseeable future in, in my lifetime this is by far the, the best chance but not because England are particularly great I think it's just because no one's that great it's kind of like the year Leicester won the Premier League in that there was just no one like who was standing up and saying right this this is going to be ours which gives it opens it up for England to do that but it also opens up for Croatia I think a, a really decent team and I think they, they'll be looking at it thinking you know I find they'd fancy themselves against England and then whoever they play in the final. And even on, you know, like people are talking about the easier side of the draw. I don't, I do accept that it is easier on paper, but Brazil haven't been playing that well. You know, France have looked a little bit edgy here and there. I, you know, I don't think there's anyone really who's making a case for them that this is going to be their tournament. And I don't think this tournament's going to be remembered for one team being better than anyone else. Is going to be remembered for being so even, and whatever two teams make it into the final from now, you wouldn't be able to call it, even if it was Brazil versus Russia, because it's in Russia, mm. and for Russia to even get there would be incredible. Um, so yeah, I think it is the most open. I think it's England's best chance. Why um, have so many of the big teams been so poor? Who did you start with? Germany. Well, let's start with Germany. Did we all predict that Germany would win it? Yeah, I did. Yeah. These two. I did as well. What did, what did you, you predict? predict? I predicted Argentina. But All right. Yeah. 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 At least they got a little slightly one back. Do we know how many sort of starving children have been fed by Mastercards initially? Yeah, that was a good one, <laughs> wasn't it? Yeah. Which, which players were... Me- Me- Messi, Messi and Neymar. Ronaldo. Was it Neymar? Was it Neymar yeah. and Messi? I mean, if it was Ronaldo, they probably fed more, more kids, but... Yeah. Oh, well. I think Neymar's got two, hasn't he? Ronaldo had four. Yeah, but again, Ronaldo wasn't involved, so it was definitely. And, oh, right, yeah. and uh, I think Messi got two or one. So four children. <laughs> I'm interested to know what happened with that that campaign. I wonder if they went ahead with it or they just thought we'll just, they we'll just, just, just don't just hear them. Out of children's mouths. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, do you, let's start with Germany. Yeah, they, they were the they were the, the second favourites. Were they? in fact a lot of the in they were Bucky's second favourites, but in terms of pundits, ourselves included, they were the pundits' favourite. What went wrong with Germany? I I I think there was a little bit of um, complacency um, stemming from uh, Jochen Lowe um, from the beginning. Um, he he thought he could come and win uh, regain the World Cup with very sim- the same side as he did. He left Leroy Sané up. He all the young players who did so well in the pre tournament the the year ago. He, he just left them aside for most of the old guard. You know, he thought New Year, New Year, who hadn't played any football, was still going to be fine with that. Boateng as well, the same. Muller, and I think they kind of rested on their laurels and realised, and there wasn't enough pace in their side, and they got undone with a lack of pace and a lack of, you know, being switched on and the complacency of them. So that's where I think they went. Um, and they always start badly because I said they start badly last. Uh, last tournament they had you know they they got out of the group stage as winners but they did they weren't very impressive and they kicked into form but um you know this time they just didn't start so. <laughs> anyone add anything to that yeah it, it just looked like lord just tried to rely on them players yeah. that won it four years ago instead of actually bringing some of them young players in and integrating them i think Testegen had a really good season for barcelona and he, he like yeah. people expected him to start Likes and Goretzka as well, and and Timo Werner. You thinking should Ertzel be playing there? Even thinking should <clears throat> should Kadira have been playing? Yeah. And and apparently there was this rift in the camp between the confederate, the younger confederations cup players, and and the world the world cup winners. Yeah, there was a few issues as well with Ozil and Gundogan as well. Yeah. Like, the, the four Ozil with the Turkish, Turkish president. And stuff. Yeah. There's just there was just so many issues with within that camp. Kind of look back and you think. Or you just kind of think, oh, well, why didn't I think of that? All these issues. Yeah, should love, should love go? I personally think that he has to go. I don't think so. I think he's, I think he's earned enough. Yeah. So I think it's yeah, the first yeah. tournament that he's not made a semi final with, and he took all. Yeah, however, yeah, this this, speaking, this tournament was a a real that real was bad embarrassing. One. Yeah. And speaking as yeah. as someone who's who's of, of German origin, yeah, um, that was humiliating. I mean, all right, if you're an England fan, you might think we'll get into the. The round of sixteen is brilliant, but if you're German, you just bred to expect that you get semis. Um. So so for me, there's definitely someone else who can come in and and shake that up, like Klinsmann and Lev did, all those years ago. I think it's it's got it's too much. You know, every revolutionary becomes a conservative at some point, and I think yeah. that's what's happened with Lev. And I think the likes of, I mean, I'd I'd be tempted to just offer Klopp it. I, I think he, maybe in a year, he would want that job. Yeah, I think it it would take. I think it it needs a Ranić maybe. Yeah, I think at least it needs him to to step aside just because you know we're talking about the rifts in the camp and things like that. When you have someone who's also been a, who won the World Cup with those players, you are going to naturally want to stick with them. But it's also going to be hard to then bed new players in because you've all had the same experiences apart from these people that are coming in. So if you had someone say Klopp came in or whatever then you have a complete clean slate. Mm. Whatever you've done in the past doesn't matter anymore and you have to earn your right to be in that team. Whereas I think some had just earned the right because they won the World Cup four years earlier. 
Um, so yeah, I, I, I think it does need him to move to step aside just for the good of the team, not for not for his own benefit. I think he's earned one more. To- I think he's earned the right to do one more tour in the Euro twenty twenty. I think I think that'll probably be the last one. He probably will do. But I just feel if you if you've been in charge for twenty for twelve years and you've made a semi final in every tournament, then you you right you, you I think you may be allowed one slip up. But it's interesting. Yeah, it's a calamity. I think I think it depends on what the players think of him. I think it's their opinion of the manager that's going to matter over the next couple of years if they want him in. I tell you, so I tell you something. I, I don't really care what happens with Germany as long as uh, <laughs> as long as um, you know they don't sack the manager and David Wagner is mooted to it. You know they can they can basically you know have anyone in there as long as it's not any links to Wagner or Klopp going there and then Wagner linked to Liverpool or anything like that. Um, one person I think is going to be up with his feet up and drinking, you know, whiskeys and cigars and having a right good time about this is Leroy Sané because <laughs> if the manager does go, whoever's going to come in will bring him in and you build your team around, build him. his team. He will, he won't be tarnished with that failure and he will be the golden boy and the golden child to to lead the revolution so he'll be like brilliant and that and you know stay at city doing his stuff and he's going to be probably billed as the next messi ronaldo yeah i think that'll be mbappe to be honest after the tournament he's yeah but mbappe yeah, yeah. been absolutely incredible for frank i was watching the uh oh, who they're playing the argentina yeah. game and he just absolutely his pace was Incredible, and I don't think he's. I think it's kind of you know when Ronaldo first came to the Premier League and he was all sort of flicks and tricks, but then he kind of physically he changed and became bigger and stronger and more willing to stay on his feet and things like that. That's what Mbappe reminds me of now. That powerful sort of centre forward. I think he'll end up being. Mbappe is already so much more advanced than Ronaldo was at mm, the same age yeah. when they were both what was Mbappe nineteen. Yeah, donating all his his uh, money to charity as well from this World Cup. Is he? Yeah. Which the England team do do as well. Yeah. Did it? Yeah. 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 Love that. Uh, Argentina Messi's last shot all over. Yeah. Not, not as good as Ronaldo Hopefully. in the in the, yeah. the annals of the annals of football in history. Does this mean that Ronaldo just has the edge? Yes. No. No. Yes. Who cares about international football really? Nowadays. He has got he's got a, if Messi he's got a win, Euro under his belt. But if Messi wins the Copa America in two years, which he might retire then come back for he's had his shot at that and bottled that because he's just on the big stage when it's all on him you heard it here first Messi rubbish yeah. <laughs> not to I it. think I said that in the last podcast as well no. to be fair how so, many Champions League finals has he scored in though how, how many players has he got around him that are just out of this world he's had Xavi and Iniesta I, as I said I think I said Bojan. Yeah, as I said, um, you know, I could look like a half decent player if I had Xavi and Iniesta behind true. me. <laughs> so, uh, but the same they couldn't look like, like Lionel Messi. I think the same would, could apply to Ronaldo as well. Every yeah. Ronaldo's you can been say a, that about anyone because United. if you're good enough, you're going to play in a good team. Yeah, but he, he's he's pulled real mediocre teams to finals and Man United and Real Madrid. You know. But yeah, well, yeah, but Man- he's done it once with Portugal. Yeah, he's, he's and he didn't even play in the final, really. Yeah. <laughs> he got them there, um, and, uh, and them giant moths. Sorry, that's the one thing I remember <laughs> from that final is the giant moths. Your agenda yeah. against Messi is disgusting. Yeah, and he's, he's quite extreme as well. On it the is. Yeah. I just, I just think it's just, I just think it's just to just media hype on someone who, when it comes to it, like like he couldn't even take a penalty against Iceland. You know, yeah, when it, when when everyone well, looked at it. him. Yeah, but he didn't. 
you know, when Kane had three minutes, everyone in his face, Kane stepped up, take it. Messi is a bottler. <laughs> I will oh say my. Messi is a bottler right now. Oh my god. Do you want us to get abuse on Twitter? <laughs> so, well, do you want that? Well, it's not reflect the opinions. We'll put a disclaimer underneath. At Blake's take, at, at Blake's <laughs> underscore take. You know, there you go. But I've I've said it. I've said it for four, five, six years, and I've got articles to prove it. So, he, he, how many he, how many trophies has he has he won in that time? Has he won more? trophies than you've written articles <laughs> slagging him off it's about level I reckon right favourites who is going to win England the world you already England. said you're going to win England. it yeah. it's coming home you want to say England but I still think for, I think now I've changed my mind I said France would get the semi-final and I thought it might be a tournament a bit too early for them but I think France will I agree I think we'll, France will we'll get it they just Attacking wise, they're just too good. They've got like they got bottle three it. decent bottle teams it. out. Yeah, yeah. The players they've got. What have you got? Blake? Whoever uh, wins out of Belgium and Brazil will win the final. So Belgium or Brazil. So this this Friday. Whoever. Didn't ask for Bel- for two. Did ask no. For whoever whoever wins, that is the final. That is the final. Belgium Brazil, it, but it's in the quarter. Do you think, do you think Belgium will better attack than France? I think so. I yeah. think both of them will bottle it because Belgium. They've had this golden generation for what, like, three tournaments yeah. now, and they they've just not got anything. Like, this is probably the furthest they've got in a tournament, really. Uh, oh, they got to the yeah quarterfinals yeah, quarter of the Euros, didn't they? Did them. I think they'll probably get beaten by Brazil, and I think France, judging from the last Euros and France's history in competitions at home, you'd think that they'd win that in France. I don't think they're going to go and win it in Russia after bottling it last year, uh, two years ago. I don't know. I just with with France, it's like they've just quietly went went about their business. I think yeah. it's like they, they would have, I mean, they just yeah, but they Australia. haven't been good, have they? But but in, in, nobody's been good. In, no patches, in patches, I think all these teams have been good. It's just obviously been been good enough to get through. And that England's been good in patches. Brazil's been good in patches. You know, it's you know, I think I think. You know, it's it's just basically who's going to be good enough, you know, in, in enough times. So. Yeah. so, can you just commit to one team? Whoever, no, whoever Belgium or Brazil, so whoever I'm the wins, host. I'll decide what you. Yeah. Belgium, whoever wins Belgium, Brazil. Who's going to win that? Who's going to win out of, that, out of Belgium or Brazil? I think. Let's put your money on. I now. think. I think Belgium. I actually I refute. I refute the claim that they they're going to bottle it because the way they came back from Japan, they you know they were dead and buried, and then they did it in the 90th minute, and the way they did it, I think they showed as much character as England. So I think they will basically beat Brazil, um, and you know they'll go on and win it. I still stand by what I said about Martinez and Henri. It's a bit of a fantasy football yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I also think at that the, the, one of the other reasons I don't think Belgium are going to win it is because when they were 2-0 down against Japan it wasn't anything that Martinez did to change the game the players just started playing better no he, he brought he, he, he made a couple changes no, he made a couple Chadley of changes he came on and was brilliant when he came on yeah. I think Fellaini well. was the one that, that changed it but that wasn't after they went 2-0 down that was like Plenty of time later, I think they got the first goal before that happened. Before the subs were made, so I, I just think Martinez. Yeah, he, I think what Martinez brings is a nice attacking style of football, but I don't think he has a plan B. And I think if they do go one nil down to Brazil, Brazil just have a better defence than Japan, and I would 
Yeah, he's not a my football manager tactic is I'll play 4 3 3, and if I go down, I'll just, uh, after 60 minutes, I'll just play 4 4 2. Yeah, so. that's exactly what I do. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's, not a, it's not a complicated game, <laughs> Martinez. Into the box. Right, no, our next podcast episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, Huddersfield Town players. Right, so we've seen Zanka, Lursel, uh, Sobe. Yep. Yeah. And Moy. Would you like to uh, discuss their respective performances? Let's start with Zanka. <laughs> Let's start with that absolutely amazing performance. It had everything, didn't it? Yeah. Do you remember when he came and and we were sort of looking through like the Copenhagen stuff and what people in Denmark sort of think of him? And there was a phrase going around like Danish social media, which like it was almost the most like hated man in Denmark or something. No, it was he was basically like. Um, you know, like people saying, like, thanks Obama. Yeah. It was thanks Zanka. And I think he's that sort of guy who's just like, kind of like, when he plays for your team, you love him. Yeah. Cool and when he doesn't play, yeah, absolute cult hero. Danish think, Alan Lee. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I think we've just seen that this tournament, especially in the last game. Yeah. But I think I think he's a fantastic defender. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think he's really developed yeah. this, this year, a bit shaky at the beginning. Really comes to the Premier League standard. On a level with Schindler, in my opinion, actually, now. Um, not a lot of good faces happening here <laughs> in the room. And then to go and, you know, play in the World Cup. Obviously, Lursel didn't play, but, you know, had some interesting Instagram stories, so we can take that away. <laughs> <laughs> um, Moy played quite well in, in a pretty poor Australia yeah. team. Won Australian Footballer of the Year for the third time in, the, in, in a row. So much competition. Jackson Irving. Uh, and Sobe, who didn't really... That was an impact. No, I think he so became on twice when yeah. it when they were level and then they lost both the games. Not that it was at all, <laughs> yeah. at all but it not... fitting well. At <laughs> uh, but isn't it fantastic uh, that a Huddersfield Town player uh, is scoring in in a World Cup knockout game? He's actually got more goals in World Cups now than he does for Town. Yeah, yeah. I kind of want him to score first. Huddersfield Town players have scored more than Bayern Munich players at this World Cup. <laughs> reliably informed by the internet. Which is always reliable. Right, uh, highs and lows so far. Let's end on this. One high, one low. I mean, everyone's going to go for England's win over Colombia for the high, but I will actually... I'm, I'm, I'm considering that or Germany going out. That was also just yeah. glorious. Blake's going to go for like, oh, it's messy not... <laughs> being personally <laughs> the, the penalty, penalty being saved. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know about my low. I think the low is that generally looking at the games, there's not been that much overall quality. Um, there's been a lot of games where there's been a superior side and against an inferior side, and the inferior side has stifled and sucked the the That's game. That's what you off. get at World Cups, though. Isn't yeah, it? but but you know a lot of them, you know, likes of you know Russia, you know, this, this, they they've triumphed by playing you know quite negatively. But there's still been drama, and I think VAR and and that has helped that. Um, but so if you take if you take an objective view, performance wise, um, the quality has not been the greatest, which is maybe why it's so open. But for the fans, I think I think the fans of the different nations have been brilliant. And Iceland, I absolutely love Iceland and Iran, and what they've brought to the tournament. Those sorts of teams, Mexico have been brilliant as well. Colombia, they've travelled and and. It's just the colour, and that's what I always love about the, the big tournaments is, is the colour and just the, the festival of, of, of fans, really. 
up to now, hi, I'd, obviously you don't have to go to Colombia last night. That's fresh, it's fresh in the mind. It's it, it's just only going to get better as more time goes on when you look back on it. Um, low, I would probably say... I wanted to go with Argentina if they went out in the group stage. Purely because, from a perspective, like, looking at Messi, is like not him not winning a World Cup. It's kind of like... I don't want to say sad, but you can, he he is the one player that really does deserve some international an international win at some at some level in the Copa America or World Cup. So I'd probably say Argentina going out from a personal perspective because I want to see the best player ever have the, have that accolade. I I mean I'll go for obviously Colombia last night. I don't want to break the trend. My love has been having to sit here next to you, Blake, and listen to you spout <laughs> utter nonsense about the best player of the last 20 years. Ronaldo. <laughs> he missed a penalty in the Champions League final too. He did, yeah. yeah. And he's, he's a bit of, you know, he's a bit full of himself, isn't he? Messi's humble. Right. But you know what they have in common? Tax evasion. <laughs> you can feel free to bleep that out at any point. Right, does anyone else have anything else to add? Or are we, we done for this one? Um, what's going to happen if England win the World Cup a day after? It's going to go mental. Insane. I'm, so not I'm, come, I'm, I'm not quitting work. Sickness <laughs> levels will go up. Absolutely quitting work. It should be a ban- it should be an immediate bank holiday. I might change my name to Gareth Southgate. <laughs> there'll be a lot of after In like 18 years' time, like there'll be loads of 18-year-olds called Gareth. Yeah. Just knocking yeah, around exactly. England. Gareth, yeah. And Harry. Jesse. Gary and Harry and Jesse. No, yeah, it's going to happen, so get prepared. Um, And until then, keep the faith, because he's coming home. Maybe. We don't know. Can't say that.